Okay, we are still talking about the inward witness. Amen. The leading of the spirit by the inward witness. Very, very important. Very important. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. Let's begin from there. It's one of our texts that we've been using for this study. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. In other words, one of the marks of being a son of God, one of the marks of sonship is that you are led by the Spirit of God. Praise God. So, the Spirit of God leads us. He led us into salvation. Praise God. He said, no man comes unto my father, comes unto me, except my father draws him. We were drawn by him. Hallelujah. We responded in faith. Praise God. We were led away. We were led away from dumb idols. Praise God. We were led away from, from the philosophies of, of men, from falsehood. We were led into the truth. Amen. And it was the Spirit of God. Praise God. Another text that we have been using is First John chapter 5. Let's just read them a prayer and continue. First John chapter 5, the 10th verse says that he that believeth on the Son of God has the witness in himself. You see that? He that believes on the Son of God has the witness in in himself so uh opposed uh, that with uh with romans 8 14 as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god so sons of god are led why because they have the witness in them so the witness which was where we are referring to as the inward witness he said we have the witness in ourselves in us so the witnesser is not the inward witness is not something external it is something internal it is not something you pray for it is something you already have and we have said it in this series in this teachings that what we the challenge for us therefore is not it is not to find out whether we have it but is to recognize when the inward witness is in operation Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it says in verse 16 that uh, 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 the Spirit himself bears witness, Romans 8, bears witness with our spirit. Bears witness with our spirit. Why is he able to bear witness with our spirit? Because it's Ezekiel chapter 36, 27, 24, 25, 26, 27. He tells us that a new heart and a new spirit he will give to us. He said he will put his spirit in us. So we now have the spirit of God. Our spirit has been born. We now have a heart of flesh, not a stony heart. Not a stony heart that is not sensitive. I want you to look at, uh, examine, uh, the, or rather take note of the words that he used there. A heart of stone and a heart of flesh. Okay, a heart of stone and a heart of flesh. You know, stones have no feelings, but flesh you can feel. Amen. So the heart that we have is not an insensitive heart. 
stones have no sensitivity. Glory to God. Carry a stone down and hit it with your hand. The stone will not be paid. <laughs> Instead, where will the pain come from? The pain will come you. It's your hand that will be paid. Amen. But so, which that the stone has not, it doesn't have any feeling. It feels nothing. It senses nothing. It has no, no sensitivity at all. But the heart of flesh, right? The spirit, the new spirit we have is called the heart of flesh. It means that it's alive, it's awake. It can be sensitive to things. Hallelujah. It can pick up sensitivities. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, 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 so we have, a, that's the heart that we have, the heart of flesh. Amen. That can pick up sensitivities, that can pick up, you know, Stairs that can pick up things from the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So we are all, we, 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 none of us, I dare say, there is no Christian that lacks leadership, the leadership of the Spirit. Yeah. There is no Christian that lacks it. Let me say it again. No believer lacks the witness of the Spirit. He that believeth on the Son of God has the witness in himself. The witness what? The witness of sonship. And the witness of sonship is the beginning of the weakness. Is the is a primary witness of the Spirit. As many as are led, they are sons. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons or the children of God. So how do you know that you are a son of God? You have the witness in yourself. There is a knowing. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so tonight, I want us to, I want us to further, because this is really the most crucial part of this series learning to recognize the witness the inward witness of the spirit and so with tonight i want us to study how this witness how this inward the operation of the inward witness in the life of jesus and the operation of the inward witness in the life of paul i know i've touched on it about two weeks ago but I want us to I want to focus on I want us to focus on it. Because we have the spirit of Christ. So anyone that doesn't have the spirit of Christ is none of his. So we have the spirit of Christ. And so the same way it operated in the life of Christ, right? It should operate in our lives. So it's now left for us to recognize it. So let's study it tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we have a new heart because we have a new spirit in us and we can recognize the inward witness of the spirit of God. Let us Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask tonight even as we as we study that you open the eyes of our understanding. May everyone 
under the sound of my voice, go home more enlightened in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, let's begin with um, one in Matthew chapter 16. Let's go to Matthew chapter 16. We are going to be opening a lot of Bible because this is Bible study. Okay, Bible study without opening scriptures is child's play. Okay, <laughs> chapter 16. <coughs> Verse 5. Verse 5. Chapter 16. And verse 5. Okay. He's talking about Jesus. He said, And when his disciples were come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. Which, when Jesus perceived, you see that? When Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O you of little faith, why reason ye among yourself? Because you brought no bread. Now, take note of that statement. It says, When Jesus perceived. Now, let's check chapter 20, Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. You see another place where Jesus perceived them. Mark chapter 2. Verse 8. Um, let's read from uh, verse 6. And there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? This was when Jesus uh, healed that guy that his friends uh, brought to him, you know, and, and they tore the roof. And immediately, when Jesus, take note, well, these guys were reasoning in their, among themselves. They were reasoning in their hearts. Okay? Just like those disciples too, that we read in Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 16, they were reasoning among themselves. Oh, Jesus is speaking like this because we did not bring bread. And verse 8 says, And immediately when Jesus perceived where? In his spirit. That they so reasoned within themselves. Okay? He said unto them, Why do you reason these things in your hearts? So in other words, Jesus was able to to perceive the word the bible uses the word perceive where he said he perceived in his spirit in other words when the disciples were were uh, reasoning when the scribes were reasoning in their hearts jesus uh, perceived in his spirit there was remember we said that the inward witness is a reaction in your spirit to an information that is exposed to okay it's a reaction in your spirit to an information that you are that you expose your heart to so jesus 
he looked at these guys. He said, he perceived. The word to perceive means it's a no way. It's like thinking about these people, looking at them, and then he just knew what their thoughts were. Hallelujah. There was, it, it, it means, you know, to, to, it means to just to recognize. Someone says, well, is it by calculation? No, he just didn't, he didn't calculate. It wasn't a calculation. Praise God. It was a knowing on the inside. Praise God. He, he just understood their level. To perceive also means to understand. And he said, where did he do? He said, it was in his spirit. So he was able, and, and so he was able to, 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 to respond appropriately. That tells us something, really. When we are, when we are discussing with people, when we are walking with people, glory to God, let's be, let's, let's be very, uh, 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 sensitive to what our hearts are telling us. Amen. There is a knowing. The, the spirit of man is a knower. Yeah. But like, I perceive that this voyage is going to be of great danger. He couldn't explain it. But the knowing was in his spirit. Hallelujah. His knowing was in his spirit. Let's look at another uh, word. Another uh, <coughs> and let's let's look at another incident that where the inward witness was uh, 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 the manifestation of the inward witness in Jesus's life. Mark chapter eight. So the first one we have talked about perception, in knowing, you just know. Was a I just know I need to do this. I just know this is what we should do. You know, a knowing can your knower can expose what people are thinking. Oh, that has happened to me several, 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 several. Amen. I just know this was this was maybe I'm talking with someone, you know, and the person is with locked arms to. To say some things and all that, and I'll just know this is really well. Okay, let me help you. This is actually where you're going to. <laughs> ah, did you know? I just, I just, I just know it's, 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 it's right there in my heart. Not because I did any calculations or competitions. No. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, it, 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 Jesus knew the hearts of men, not because he was God, but because. There was a witness. By the time he exposed his heart to 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 what was going on around him, he just praised God. Let's see another one. Mark chapter eight. Mark chapter eight, verse ten. Let's look at Mark eight, verse ten. He said, and straightway he entered into a ship. 
with his disciples and came unto the pass of Dalmanuta. And the Pharisees came forth and began to question with him, seeking of him a sign from heaven, tempting him. Take note, what was their aim? Their aim was that they were going to they wanted to tempt uh, any genuineness. They didn't come with a genuine heart to learn. They came to tempt Jesus. Now let's look at next verse. And he sighed deeply in his spirit. He sighed deeply in his spirit. Did you see that? He said Jesus sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek after a sign? Verily I said to you, there shall no sign be given unto you unto this generation. And instead of answering them, what did Jesus do? The Bible said, and he left them. And entering into the ship again and departed to the other side. Hallelujah. Because he was able to pick it. No, these guys, they, they, you haven't come with a genuine heart to learn. Amen. Let me not waste my time with you. Praise the Lord. Perhaps he sighed deeply in his spirit. You know, when, you know, this, you know, when you say somebody is sighed, the person is. You know, just breathe out, just breathe out. Mm. You know, but but this one, this one was not physical. It was, it was in his. You know, when when such a thing happens, the physical is maybe there's the person had the bad news, or the person is just feeling tired and feeling overwhelmed by things. And feeling this a sense of disturbance. Amen. The Bible said Jesus sighed deeply. So which is that in ministry to people, Jesus was very conscious of the inward witness in ministry to people. It is not every ministry opportunity that we should grab. Hallelujah. So when you sense it, this sense of the dissatisfaction as if this yeah, just it's just a weight it's an unnecessary weight and i want to avoid you're feeling a sense of tiredness you are feeling a sense of exasperation not in your head but in your spirit because Bible said jesus sided his spirit that's a manifestation of the inward witness it can manifest that way. Hallelujah. It can manifest that way. Look at Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7, verse 34. We see, we see that again here. He said, from verse 33, and he took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers into his ears and spit and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said unto him, Ephata, that is, be opened. Okay. This was where Jesus uh, 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 healed a man that was deaf and dumb. Okay. But after he sighed. What did he sigh against? Praise God. You see that this was the ministry when he healed a man. 
he he sighed against the man's condition he felt exasperated and we see the manifestation of the working of miracles because that what jesus did this is a manifestation of the gifts of the spirit called walking of miracles jesus walked the miracle ah that's why he put his fingers there and he touched his tongue with his mouth and all that that's walking of miracles he walked the miracle hallelujah so now that was the miracle happened right after the Bible said Jesus sighed. Obviously, must have sighed in his spirit because Mark chapter 8 tells us that Jesus sighed in his spirit. So sometimes, you know, we are we we are we are it manifests the inward witness manifests that way. Praise the Lord. There was one time I was ministering somewhere now, and uh, I just looked in the direction of someone, and I looked in the direction of the person. just then, I just knew that there was there was a pressure on the inside of me. I looked at the person and. What look like what Jesus does? I just sighed about Praise the Lord. And I just called, I called the person. Oh, praise God. I called the person. I didn't know exactly that, that exasperation, that, that sigh on the inside of me. That which was when I was I was ministering and I was preaching and I just looked that person's direction and I knew and I knew I knew in my heart I was to minister to that person and so I called the person and um, as person was no as person was coming I was checking in my heart what exactly no what exactly no what exactly no what exactly no you know and. <laughs> I, I until the person got to me, I said, "Well, I'll just do what 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 I know to do. I'll just lay my hands on the person." And as I lay my hands on the person, I found myself as I seeing some certain things, and that was how the person just burst into tears. <laughs> the person burst into tears. The person burst into tears. Obviously, the person was carrying some very heavy heavy load on on the chest in the heart and the lord just wanted us to minister the love of god to him praise god. amen i thank god glory to god i believe that the lord touched him and i set him free from that burden so so sometimes it happens like that praise god when you uh 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 uh, uh when you when you uh, sense that's that's it's like a sigh, you know, as if man, ah, what is this? Let me just just get out of this. Let me, you know, that was what Jesus felt. So it's something is an it's a reaction, amen, that can occur in your spirit. Why? Because you have the heart of flesh. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. 
Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's look at another. Let's see another another manifestation of the word witness in John chapter eleven. John chapter eleven. John chapter eleven, verse uh, thirty-two. John eleven, verse thirty-two. This was at Lazarus' uh, tomb. Verse thirty-two. Okay. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was, and he saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. My brother would have died. Verse 33. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, take note, when Jesus saw her weeping, so Jesus looked. It was a reaction this was Jesus. Remember, he said that it's your the inward witness is a reaction to information that it's exposed to. When Jesus saw her weeping, and also, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Hallelujah. The Bible says Jesus groaned in the spirit. Please let me comment. Jesus groaned in the spirit and was troubled. He didn't groan in the flesh. He said he groaned in the spirit. So there is a, there is a phenomenon called groaning in the spirit. And after he groaned and he was troubled, Amen. The word groan, it, it, it's something like it's to stand, it means, it's a Greek word that means to charge with earnest, to charge with earnest admonition. You know, they're compelling it, compelling to do something, to sternly charge, to threaten threatened to enjoin praise god it's it is to have you know a, an unrest on the inside of you hallelujah glory to god to this there's just an unrest so there was an unrest in jesus's heart praise god and take note it was and his, his heart was he was also troubled there was an agitation for him to do something. Hallelujah. So a child of God, the inward witness can manifest that way in form that there's just an agitation around you, in your heart rather. You know, everywhere could be peaceful, could, but there's just, there's just, it's it's called, it's described as a groan. Not that you are groaning, you know, like that. No, no, no. This is something that is in your spirit and agitation, and unrest. Hallelujah. You know, and inward, <laughs> to be troubled, you know, to have an inward commotion that takes away the calmness of mind. Hallelujah. You know, so when you are feeling unrest, Hallelujah. It causes the groaning. It causes you have been troubled. You see that 
it's like you are being threatened to enjoy. <laughs> you are being threatened to do something. You are, you are being sternly, you know, there's like there's a, it's like a stern warning. Hallelujah. It can manifest that way. Hallelujah. It can. It can. It can. Let me give you an example. Uh, there was a man where we used to live, the last place we lived before we moved here, that lived next door. The next compound to us. I'd known the man I'd been living in that house for about 70, 70 years or so. You know. And I'd known that man, lived alone, no family, you know. Engaged him severally, the community yeah, didn't really regard him much, you know. So one day I was in my house, I saw this man, I just my heart just went to this man and I felt so unrest. I was felt, I just felt this unrest. My heart was troubled for him. You know. So I decided to approach him and, and reached out with him with the gospel. So well, I'll preach to him. This man is not born again. So I went to him. Oh, he's a pastor, chairman, da 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 pleasantries. I told him, oh, would like, would like for me to come to your house. I would like to you know, share the gospel with you. He said, oh, no problem. So I went to his house and shared the gospel with him, told me a lot of things, you know, and that day he received the Lord Jesus. And I told him, I'd like to invite you to church, you know, and that was how I invited the man to church. He came to church about twice or thrice, you know, and he was excited about going to church. Do you know that man dropped dead in front of the house five weeks after. Five weeks after I led him to the Lord and decided coming to church, following us to church, that man dropped dead in front of his house. Yeah. I was like, when I got one and I was told, I was like, what? Oh my word. Thank God. No wonder, you know, the inward witness it came, it came so strong. I was, I was troubled in my heart. You know, there was just this. Uh, it was like I was being charged. That you've got to do this. You've got to do this. Hallelujah. That's it. Praise God. That was what happened. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says Jesus groaned when he saw those people. He just I've got to do this. I've got to do this. There was that pressure on him. His, his heart was not at rest. His heart was disturbed. So it happens that way. The inward witness can manifest in that way also. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, 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 I hope someone is being blessed here. Amen. Now, uh, uh, let's look at let's look at that of the inward witness in the life of Paul. Okay, the life of Paul. Let's see how it's described, the manifestation, the various ways in which manifested. Okay, Acts chapter sixteen. Let's go. Let's start with Acts chapter sixteen. Acts chapter sixteen. And verse, 
Acts 16, where are you now? Let's see verse 6. Let's start from verse 6. Acts 16. If you have any question, please type it so that we can address it. Now, verse 6. Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden by the, I mean, they were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word Asia. Hallelujah. They were forbidden. <laughs> you know, have you ever asked yourself, how were they forbidden? Because it's the only ghost to go, I said, you know, and they had this vision, I said, For, I forbid you. The Bible didn't tell us that. I said, they were forbidden. Praise God. Verse 7. After they were come to Mysia, they said to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. Two things. They were forbidden. Then they were, they, 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 he suffered them not. That is, he did not allow them. Hallelujah. They were forbidden. Why, why the use of those words? You know, when you forbid someone, Hallelujah. I mean, what were they going to do? They were going to do something good. They were going to preach. Hallelujah. They were going to preach. So you can be forbidden to do something that seemingly looks good. Why did they forbid them? Why? I don't know. But we don't need to know. They were forbidden. So it's not everything you do, you may need to know. But he forbid them. Now, to forbid is a strong word. Hallelujah. Said, I for, you know when we tell our children, I forbid you. Why that the use of that word? Because they were their will was involved. Amen. They were willing to go to go to, 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 to go to, to go to Galatia. To, to, to go to Asia. They were they were willing. So a strong force, a strong force had to be applied for them to be able to change their will, especially because what they were going to do was good. Hallelujah! Going to all the world, what that was, that, 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 that was what they were obeying. Praise the Lord! But also, if for so, it must that must have given them a stern. You know what he said? I forbid you. That means that you are, you are talking to that person sternly. You don't have to shout, amen. You know, but you can be standing. I forbid you to go there. So they must have felt that that's on the inside of them. That's the Lord is saying we shouldn't go there. Hallelujah. Interpreting it well. Interpreting it rightly. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, and then he said, he suffered them not. That he did allow them. So there was a restraint on the inside of them. So the Holy Ghost can forbid you through the inward witness. Yeah. 
for you to do some certain things and not, I mean, to stop you from doing some certain things. He can. But you see, when we, when our will is not aligned with the will of God, right? Most of the time we allow our will to dominate. So, mm. When you find yourself doing the, mm, or do it job, mm, check it. You are probably disobeying the 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 the, uh, the inward witness, the forbidding of the spirit of God. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Is it when you are forcing yourself to do a job? Mm, mm, it means that you are ignoring what the Holy Ghost. Oh, oh, oh! Hallelujah. And we have paid, some of us have paid dearly for it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, so let's go on. That's one. So we talked about in Paul's, that he was forbidden. That was a word witness. They were suffered not to go. You know, that was a word witness. Amen. Acts chapter 17. Let's see another one. Praise God. Acts chapter 17. If you are being blessed by this message, please type, 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 type blessed. I would love to hear that. Amen. If you are not being blessed, say I'm not blessed. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, I will pray for you to be blessed. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Sister, I know it's very sincere and I know she always says, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. That's encouraging to me. Praise God. Okay. Let's see. I said we should look at Acts chapter 17. Let's see verse 16. Verse 16. It says, Now, while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him. Did you see that? When he saw the city, thank you, when he saw the city, Holy given to idolatry. Thank you. Hallelujah. Did you see that? He said, when he saw his spirit was stirred in him. His spirit was stirred in him. So the spirit of God, can, your spirit can be stirred. The word stirred there is, it's, it's a, it, it was stimulated was poured on his something was aroused inside of him praise god he was provoked you know something that's why friends glory to god I, 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 we must learn to pray in other tongues glory to god it will it will sharpen it it will sharpen it yeah once you feel that sense of Something is being aroused inside of you. He said, remember, he said his spirit was stirred within him when he saw. So in other words, he was exposed to an information and his spirit reacted. Hallelujah. His spirit was re his spirit reacted. <laughs> you know, and of course. Now let me take note of this. See, let me say this. You notice that. All these things happened within the context of ministry. And there's a reason for that. See, 
when we learn to follow the inward witness in ministry in other areas of our lives it gets better we will build it will get sharper we'll be able to pick things better yeah sometimes you can be stirred in your heart you know to to uh to preach the gospel to someone yeah uh, last week, Monday, my wife and I, we went to collect our, went to get our PVCs. So, when I got there on time, you know, earlier, it said from 9 o'clock, so I went, I think I went jogging, and I saw, I passed through the local government, in front of local government, I saw that they were writing names and all that, so I really wrote my name, wrote my wife's name, and then finished jogging and came back, you know, so uh they hadn't opened at the time so i i went so i was now looking for where to sit so and i went and sat beside the man yeah you know he too came for the stuff you know but all this i me i was just like preach preach to this guy preach to this guy preach to this guy it was just strong they was just staring on this i don't mean preach to this guy preach to this guy <laughs> you know <laughs> and all that so and uh and i and i that's just hey guy are you are you have you received it years ago so and in my house like ah but lord you said you preached like okay he's a believer so I just said, okay, well, let me encourage him. <laughs> well, if you know what the Lord wanted me to do, you know. And I just speak to, I just speak to verses scripture, and I, I just began to encourage him, you know, and constant know that the Lord, uh, the Lord is for the righteous, that you don't worry, you know. I just just encouraged him, you know, cheer him up in the Lord. And by the time I was done, it was it was large, and we just had about ten minutes of discussion. Praise the Lord. What only heaven? I don't know. I never. I don't know him from anywhere. I'm not sure whether I, whether I will recognize him again. I think I should, I could if I see him somewhere, you know. But only heaven can record what that happened. What happened? What what that did to him? Praise the Lord. Because we just had about ten minutes. Praise God. So such things can happen when you when 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 we yield to such in ministry, in other areas of our lives, it will be easier for us to achieve, to recognize and to achieve. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that this guy had this, he was stirred up in his heart. Amen. He was stirred up in his heart when he saw. So sometimes the inward witness acts that way. See, when you sense a staring, right? on the inside of you as regards something that is that your heart is that is exposed to your heart praise god that is the inward witness the lord is staring you up to act to do something glory to god glory to god amen so let's see let's see another one acts chapter uh 18 yes Acts chapter 18. I want to finish this. Let's see. What, okay, I still have some little time. 
Acts chapter 18. Praise God. Let's see verse 5. Yeah. And when Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the spirit. Did you see that? Is that reactions in your spirit? When they came from Pentecost, Paul was pressed in the spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was Christ. Paul was pressed. What does it mean? That word pressed means, uh, you know, some to, 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 to be impelled. That is, something is compelling you from the inside. Hallelujah. Something is compelling you from the inside. There is a compression that is taking place. Glory to God. Amen. You know, to when you press something together so that it will not, it will not, it will not, uh, 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 it will not uh, 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 fall to pieces. Yeah, yeah, just so there's a pressure. There's a, there's the hallelujah. There's a compelling, but this one is from the inside. Hallelujah. You know, you can be compelled from the outside, but this one is there's just a compelling. You're just, you're, you're just under some pressure. You've got to do this. Amen. That's the manifestation of the inward witness. Glory to God. That's the manifestation of the inward witness. So, now, take note. This is not something external. This is something on in your heart. Remember, you have a heart of flesh. And so you are sensitive to the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, he was pressed in his spirit. He was, what was he pressed to do? He was pressed to preach. Amen. When, like I said earlier, when you and I learn to, to, to yield to this pressing, to this staring, praise God, to these groanings, to this size, hallelujah. When we learn to yield to them in in the area of ministry, when it comes to other areas of our lives, it becomes a whole lot easier. It becomes a whole lot easier. It becomes a whole lot easier. Many times, <coughs> the believer will not engage in ministry, but he wants to to be led. When it comes to finances when it comes to who to marry, when it comes to children, when it comes to, you know, traveling. And then he gets confused. Let's practice it in ministry. Hallelujah. And it will get sharper. Glory to God. Okay, let's see one more, one more. Acts chapter 20, verse 22. So we talked about, we said, we saw in Paul's life, in Paul's ministry, he was forbidden, he was suffered not to go, you know, uh, 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 uh. he had, there was a stirring in his spirit, he was pressed in his spirit. Another one, Acts chapter 20, verse 22, we saw that one about two weeks ago, verse 22, said this one, he was bound. And now behold, I go bound in the spirit. To be bound, which means that you are being 
pushed to go. You are being moved to go. You are, you are being, you, you, <laughs> you, you, you have to go. It's from here. I have to go. He said, not because he knew anything. He said, I go bound in the spirit, not knowing. So this is not a knowledge. Amen. Hallelujah. You're like, I have to do this. It's like they have bundled you to do it. <laughs> Glory to God. So he said, I go bound in the spirit, not knowing what is going to befall me. Hallelujah. So not we don't have to always know everything before we before we yield to the inward witness. Glory to God. Glory to God. And like I said to us last week. As we yield our will to follow it, right? Where need be, it begins, it begins to open up more. We begin to receive more light. Hallelujah. So he said, I go bound in the spirit. He feels compelled. I'm, I'm bound to do this. Everybody was saying, Don't go. But he was like, No, I have to go. I remember when. Remember, they moved to Ibad, to Ibadan, you know, uh, but in 1995. He just said, uh, I remember him talking to me, he said, I, I just have to be in Ibadan. <laughs> I have, I, I can't explain, but I, I think that's the next thing I need to do. So he, 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 <laughs> he went bound to, Ib to Ibadan. And of course, how many years after you and I know, the result of it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, these are manifestations of the Spirit of God, the inward witness in the believer's life. Hallelujah. Let me close with this. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. It just ties it up together. Colossians chapter 3. Let's see. Um, I'm going to read from the, uh, uh, what do you call it now? From the Amplified Version. It says, verse 15, Colossians chapter 3. It says, and let the peace, soul harmony, which comes from the rule of Christ, or no, which comes from Christ, rule, that is, act as umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your mind in that peaceful state to which as members of Christ's one body you are also called to lead. He said, in that peaceful state, which means that you are, the believer is in a peaceful state. That's why the Bible said, don't be anxious about anything. Anxiety will make you not to be able to recognize the word witness. Fear, anxiety will not make you recognize the word witness. Hallelujah. But when your heart is at a peace, state of peace, he said, make sure, he said, my peace I've given to you. Make sure you are at that state of peace. 
nothing agitates you. So when an agitation comes, you know it's from your spirit. Hallelujah. It's not, it's not based on, on an external circumstance. So the believer should always be at peace. Glory to God. He said, he said in that state of peace, huh? let that peace, which means the presence, when, when the peace is not there, it means that mm, that staring, that groaning, that pressing, Hallelujah. No, I should be at what, what, what's making me feel like this? What's making me feel like this? No. What thing not to have anything agitated for? Glory to God. That means that means that your spirit, your spirit man is trying something across to you. Your spirit man is reacting. Hallelujah. He said, let it act as an umpire. Let it act as an umpire continually. Certainly with what? With finality or questions. So those. Those things that you expose your heart to, it will set, so let it settle with finality. All questions that arise in your minds. Amen. It means that you can make decisions based on the inward witness. The inward witness is never wrong. Never. Why? Because it's from your spirit. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Glory to God. You have a new heart, a new spirit. You have a heart of flesh that is attuned, that is in tune with God. Glory to God. He said, so, so let the presence and the absence of, or the absence of that peace. Hallelujah. Is an indicator of the inward witness. Trying to get something across to you. So that's why you've got to cherish your peace. Don't allow your mind to be agitated by external things, by worry. Hallelujah. So that when the inward witness is, when your spirit is reacting to things, you can pick it. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. We've come. Okay, I think I'm done. Glory to God. So we'll close here today. And then that will continue next week concerning, still on the topic, uh, uh, the leading of the Spirit by the inward witness. So we, I want you to go uh, over this recording again. Just go over them. These are things that have happened to you in your heart. And so sometimes you did not pick. Sometimes you picked. You know, sometimes you didn't understand. But thank God for the light of the word of God that has come. Praise God. We won't miss it. Come on, say to yourself, in the name of Jesus. I am led by the Holy Ghost. I am led by God. I do not miss it in life. 2023, here I come with accuracy. Accuracy in my walk. I walk supernaturally. I walk by God. I know by God. I perceive things and I pick things supernaturally. I do not make wrong judgments. In the name of Jesus, I am following the Lord and I walk in the light of life. I do not make wrong judgments. The wisdom of God is formed in me. I know what to do part-time in every situation. I am unbeatable. I make wise choices. I make wise decisions in the name of Jesus. The lines fall for me 
in pleasant places in 2023. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. And we give you all the glory and praise. Thank you for the uh, opportunity to, to hear the word and to learn. We give you praise because we're establishing all this truth and in all righteousness in the name of Jesus. Amen.